And we are live. Good evening, everyone, from the UK Strong Bitcoin Hand. Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, as always, back with my regular Thursday show at six o'clock London time. Um, great to have you all with us. Going to be a really, really bullish show tonight, people, today, this morning, wherever you are. I want to quickly whiz over to the chat, but if you're brand new, Please look at the disclaimer on the screen and read it. Phil Volman, welcome. Elaine, my lovely wife. Jean Vercher, Jean, good to have you back with us. Lance is in the house. Michael Weber, David Carney, proud Zionist Jew, Bitcoin Meister is with us. Welcome, Adam. Zaza's in the house. Who else have I missed? If I've missed your name, then type in UK Bitcoin Master and I will gladly, <coughs> excuse me, give you a shout out on the show. Um, wow, are we enjoying some bullish days at the moment, people? And whether we like it or not, whether we talk about, you know, keeping our feet on the ground, as I always do, it does make you feel pretty excited when we see the green candles, you know? We're just human beings after all, aren't we? Um, I always say keep a level head, but it's pretty exciting right now, as we will get into. Um, very quickly, if I may, you should have read the disclaimer. If you're new to the channel, do check out my website, ukbitcoinmaster.com. That's where all my videos are. And bitcoininterviews.com are where <clears throat> my interviews are. And I so want to interview those two big hitters, uh, Rao Pal and uh, Michael Saylor. I really do. So I've been tweeting some stuff out today, um, which I'll discuss very, very shortly. Uh, I see Adam and Phil are discussing biblical stuff. So enjoy that, people, in the chat, uh, please, with my blessing. Quickly, for those that want to drop a lightning tip, if you want to, there's the address. You don't have to. Go back and watch this on Catch Up and Freeze It if you want to drop a few lightning sats. But again, you don't have to. So today is the 22nd of October 2020. Everything's going crazy right now. Even I'm excited, to be honest with you. And I've been in this. I saw the recent pump of 2017 or the previous pump of 2017. Didn't really understand it, but I lived through it. This one I'm pretty excited about, but I understand Bitcoin a heck of a lot more now. So let's just head on over to the desktop and see what's going on. And I was rather hoping that uh, we were watching the charts leading up to the show. I was rather hoping that we might just bust through 13.1 uh, before I put the chart up. But nevertheless, we're doing pretty good, aren't we? We're on a bit of a tear again now. But look at that chart, people. Here's the thing. 210,000 blocks, four years between halvings. You are going to spend a large proportion of that time in a down market and a sideways or bear market. <clears throat> so we have to accept that. But this more than makes up for it. To see that steady growth going upwards for me on a personal level is pretty darned exciting, I have to say. Uh, Rocky Palumbo's in the house. Welcome to you, Rocky. Great to have you with us uh, as always. So, yep, we're looking pretty good right now. But here's the thing. Keep your feet on the ground because, of course, this isn't going to be plain sailing to the moon. You know, we are going to get some pullbacks. If you go and look at the charts from, you know, 2016, late 2016 through to the end of 2017 with the big blow off, you'll see that there was still some pullbacks. And 
I'm quite okay with that. Um, it's just a nice feeling, makes you feel good when you see the charts doing this. I think we would all agree with that. Now, for those of you that are watching either now, live or in the future, that are trying to stack some Satoshis, I guess you're just thinking, I don't want it to go up yet. I don't want it to go up yet. But here's the thing. Bitcoin is going to do what it's going to do, when it's going to do it, and whether you buy sats or whether you don't, that's going to happen. So you just well start your dollar cost averaging. And, you know, here's the thing. <clears throat> if you buy Bitcoin at 13 grand and that Bitcoin goes to half a million, will you care if you pay 13, 15, 20, 30, 50 grand? No, of course you won't. If you paid 100 grand for Bitcoin and it 5x to half a million, would you care? The point I'm making is, as each cycle goes on from what I've learned so far, the price is going to go up. You know, when we start looking at some of the articles I want to talk about, you know, you'll see why. So therefore, buy Bitcoin. Do it now. Start dollar cost averaging. But that's not any financial advice. It might come across as that, but it is not. Go down the rabbit hole if you're new to this show, if you're new to Bitcoin. Do your own research so that you can draw your own conclusions on why I and uh, many others are so excited. Okay, so the chart's looking good. We'll leave it behind and we'll get over to what's going on now. Okay, so we got a blank screen and doesn't that always flipping happen? So leave it for a minute. Um, I'll go to the next tab. Basically, everywhere I look, everyone's bullish. Everyone appears to be piling into Bitcoin. Now, look, not everyone. I get that. But here's the thing. I believe that out of tens of millions of people and billions of people, a small percentage will catch this vision and move forward and will be the movers and shakers of or the pioneers of where Bitcoin is going. But, you know, we've got Bit Digital and now, you know, Heading into Bitcoin, I think I highlighted something here um, to to read to you. Yeah, I, I, apologies, I'm having a uh, an internet problem again. But it says U.S.-based mining company Bit Digital Inc. has invested more than 10 million in Bitcoin, purchasing nearly a thousand additional Bitcoins. I don't need to read any more. So there's one bullish article on what you know, a company or a corporation is doing. If I go backwards, PayPal. Now, I don't think this is the big news, but the reason it's big news is because the amount of users of PayPal that will be exposed to Bitcoin. Yeah. Now, obviously, if you read into this, what I'm gathering is you're not going to be able to move your Bitcoin off of PayPal to your Trezor. But if PayPal are supporting it and you can buy Bitcoin through PayPal, what is that going to do? That is going to expose millions and millions of people to Bitcoin. So PayPal will further allow its users to shop at 26 million merchants on its network using cryptocurrencies starting in early 2021. This just might open the floodgates to Bitcoin's mainstream adoption. Okay, whether it will or whether it won't, it's certainly going to give exposure to Bitcoin in a positive light. Look, most people, if they haven't got a PayPal account, they know what PayPal is. They It's respectable. You know, all of a sudden, so Bitcoin, PayPal, hand in hand, 
that is going to help the masses to think, well, I better be checking this out. However, crypto payments will, uh, will be settled using fiat currencies, which means merchants won't be receiving payments in digital currencies, the company said. So um, will this move, uh, while this move will provide Bitcoin easy access and exposure to millions of merchants and about 346 million users, don't need to read any more. That's the point of the article. This is all about exposure. Right. Now, I want to take an interlude because I'm now going to run you a short video. And I see what Bitcoin Meister put in the chat uh, earlier about um, Michael Saylor and, and Bitcoin Noah. Look, when you've got somebody with a company the size of MicroStrategy, when they're tweeting everywhere, when they're going on all sorts of people's shows, when you get Paul Tudor Jones, as he's done today, saying that now he's even more bullish on Bitcoin, whether that means he changes his position or what is neither here nor there. But when he's saying, I am even more bullish on Bitcoin, uh, Dan, welcome to the show. I've just seen uh, Dan from Just Learn Bitcoin popped in. Um, you know, that can only be good for the space. So I want to run you this short video. Have a watch and we'll come back in a second. On the other hand, here's the thing I think about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is, is the first software network in the history of the world that can that that can uh, pull monetary energy. So the, these Bitcoiners have figured out something that is really a thing of beauty and extraordinary extraordinary value. They're pulling pure monetary energy on a network, and and once you if I take a hundred million dollars and I put it into Bitcoin. It could sit there for a decade, like in a battery. It won't bleed out. You're not losing two to four percent a year, and uh, and I can put it in the palm of my hand, and I can move it around the planet for a few dollars in a few minutes. And we've never in the history of the world figured that out. And uh, and so it's very early on. It's, my I, I like monetary. I, I like software networks that are worth more than a hundred billion dollars that are, are 50x bigger than their competitor that are going to eat the world that 99% of the world doesn't agree with me on. So in fact, I like the fact that people don't understand it, don't agree with it, are afraid of it, because I couldn't afford to buy it if they all agreed with me. Yeah. And we're, I believe we're at that inflection point for Bitcoin where it's like, it's big enough to be unstoppable, but it's still new enough that there are 10,000 billionaires or billion dollar entities and maybe five of them get it, maybe 10 of them out of 10,000 get it. And so the catalysts are all to the upside. And most of these risks, they've been worked out over the last decade. One, you know, I, you could make, make a list of 100 things that might go wrong. We've watched them all happen. They haven't killed it. And we're just sitting right at the cusp of something really fabulous here. Now, I happen to believe that he is doing a damn lot of good in the space. And, you know, we can all waffle on about Bitcoin. I can waffle on about Bitcoin. All the people in the crypto space can waffle on about Bitcoin. But when you get people like Michael Saylor with his clout, with the amount that he went all in on Bitcoin uh, with his, his company's treasury reserves, you know, this is a massive big deal. And I love if you haven't seen that interview with that Keith McCullough, I would go and watch it because 
Keith really tries to bat him down with some analytics. I don't really understand. And and Michael just really comes back at him and he really drills down. So when when the show's over, I'm going to put those links to that video in the show notes. And I really would take the time to watch it if I were you, because he's really batting back against that guy. Uh, you know, I mean, the guy's even getting his feathers ruffled a bit, saying Michael's calling him a, you know, a typical typical old trader. Um, so it's well worth watching uh, that video. Now, I'm now going to run one more short video and then we'll get on with the show. And this is again Michael Saylor, but this time he was on an interview that I watched this morning with Rao Pal um, on Real Vision on YouTube. And it was two hours and it was just incredible. And I took several clips from it and I've tweeted them all out. And here's one of them. Watch this. Ask me, well, how many shares do you have this minute? Nobody ever asked me how many shares are going to vest with employees next month or next year. They just asked me one question. What's your fully diluted share count? We take your earnings, we divide by that, we're done. Take your revenue, divide by that, we're done. The fully diluted Bitcoin count is 21 million. Done. The fact that it's going to trickle out, about it, I don't care. Fully diluted Bitcoin count, 21 million. Instead of saying it's the hard, it, stock to flow is higher. Now, stock to flow is exponentially going to infinity. Stock to flow is infinite, which means it's infinitely hard because a rational actor, and I consider myself a rational actor, I didn't buy Bitcoin expecting I was buying you know, this much Bitcoin divided by 18,500,000. I bought the Bitcoin thinking I was buying that share of 21 million. And I knew that. And I, and so now we're back to this very, a simple thing. You take your $100 million and you hold it for a year in fiat currency, you're going to have 1% or half a percent of it left. You're going to lose 99% of your money in 100 years. Probably wrong. I know that to be the case. I have a house in Florida, a nice house in Florida. It would cost you $15 million to buy that house, 20 million today. I have the sale deed for that house in 1930. You know what the number is on it? 100,000. $100,000 in 1930. Count the number of years between 1930 and the year 2020 and figure out what the uh, depreciation rate was on fiat currency of the US dollar. I, it's, it's, you're going to lose 99% of your money if you put it in cash. Okay, so we all agree on that. Okay, this is the thing people don't say. You're going to lose for sure 85% of your money if you put it in gold. You're gonna, for sure. By the way, and that, you're, you're assuming that nobody invents a better chemistry for gold. We don't find gold anywhere else. Nobody invests any more money in gold mining. Nobody gets any smarter and the gold price doesn't go up too much. And if all those things are true and people still use gold, you're going to lose 85% of your money. But if human ingenuity kicks in, gold is a commodity. You're going to lose 90% of your money in gold. Now, if you put your money in Bitcoin, you're keeping it all. You're not losing anything. Once, if you don't believe in fully diluted Bitcoin count, you have a 15% loss in 100 years. But if you do believe in it, there's no loss. You're going to lose 90% of your money if you put it in gold. You're going to lose zero if you put it in Bitcoin. People, that is not me speaking. That is Michael Saylor from MicroStrategy. And I personally believe Michael has been the catalyst or the, you know, the catalyst for everything that we're seeing right now. And I, I just believe we are on the cusp of something Crazy spectacular, no price predictions here, but I've been watching all this and studying it and watching all the YouTubers, that are, you know, covering this sort of stuff and watching Michael Saylor everywhere. And yeah, I don't want to put him up on a pedestal per se, but he has started something. Now, maybe, just maybe, Michael Saylor didn't buy and maybe after the uh, halving the next year, Bitcoin pumps, it goes through its all-time high again, just the same, okay? 
I just think that Michael Saylor's done a hell of a lot of good and he's helping the cause and is helping what we are going to see over the next 12 to 24 months. And on a personal level, whilst my feet are firmly on the ground and I understand what can happen when you invest in something as volatile as Bitcoin, okay, um, I'm still massively excited and massively bullish aware about where this is all going to go. Quick shout out to Bitcoin to the moon. Uh, my good friend down in Australia who kindly sent me the T-shirt. He's got a great merch site as well. Um, so um, you ought to really go and watch that full two hours. I, I did it on 1.5x and it was absolutely incredible. And that will be in the show notes when the show finishes, as well as his interview with Keith McCullough. So they're well worth a few hours of your time, people. Um, Anand LS, welcome to the show. I think that's the first time you've been here. Uh, great to have you here. Don't forget to like, uh, the, hit the like button. Don't forget to share this out on Twitter. If you want a shout out, type in UK Bitcoin Master. I'll happily uh, give you a shout out. So if we come back over to uh, the desktop, so we've got PayPal. That's one. We've obviously got Bit Digital. Okay, that's the other. Did I cover that one? Hold on a sec. Where are? Yeah, PayPal. Um, there we go. Bit Digital. Of course, we've also got this uh, mode in the UK that is now investing money into Bitcoin, I think 10% um, of its treasury. So it's all going on everywhere. I think I highlighted something. Yeah, UK fintech Mode Global Holdings announced today that it will hold up to 10% of its treasury reserves in Bitcoin. The cryptocurrency purchases made Mode the first publicly traded company in the UK to announce significant Bitcoin holdings. People, if you don't see where this is going, you're blind. This is no longer mom and pops or Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, an ex-trucker from the UK buying Bitcoin. This is now companies putting it as their treasury, part of their treasury reserves. This is a big deal. And I'm telling you, if all these companies are doing this, you can guarantee that other companies are watching. They are having boardroom meetings. And this thing, in my opinion, is going to snowball. And it's going to be absolutely monstrous, quicker than anybody ever imagined. On top of that, you've now got Google Finance now list Bitcoin first ahead of many top Forex companies. So it's all going on. There's nothing I want to show you on that. It's just another article that says, this is it, people. When I got into Bitcoin in 2017, people were knocking it. People were knocking me. They're not going to anymore. You know, people say to me, how's that old Bitcoin thing doing? I'll say, you're not watching what's going on then. You ought to be. And I'll leave it at that. This is just the most incredibly exciting time to be alive. It really is. And I can see that as the next three, six, nine, 12 months roll on, we're just going to see more of the same. Is there going to be some pullbacks? Yeah, be prepared for that. You know, me, I'm not touching my Bitcoin. My show has been about and will always be about three things. Number one, get some skin in the game. Buy some Bitcoin. Number two, get it right off that exchange onto a Trezor. And then number three, follow good, honest Bitcoiners that are going to give you sound advice 
information, help, guidance, and bring good, proper news to you. And then just batten down the hatches, enjoy your life, and don't wish your life away for the next halvings to come around. Look, earlier today, I was on an online funeral for my ex-brother-in-law. Died suddenly. 59. Gone. All over. Finished. Don't wish your life away, okay? Just be excited by what's going on, but don't lose sight of what is so important, and that is family, doing the things you want to do, enjoying life, smelling the roses, etc., etc. But know that you have some Bitcoin and you are adding to that by doing what Rocky Palumbo always says. And it's in the it's in the chat there. Where's it gone? It's probably disappeared. Dollar cost average in. Then wait. It's all there somewhere. Rocky, type it in again. But, you know, really important. Just buy your Bitcoin regularly whenever you can and then wait. Uh, and I'm not going to say get rich because I hate that. But you you know what I mean. Um, Forbes. You know, it's time to invest in this new type of stock is their headline. I don't want to. I'm just going to go down and find a bit that there we go. Look, um, do you remember when cryptocurrencies were red hot a couple of years ago? In 2017, Bitcoin took markets by storm. I had dinner with a well-known Dallas hedge fund manager earlier that year. Bitcoin's price had doubled over the previous six months, surging to $1,200. But he looked me in the eye and said, this is a totally new phenomenon. I guarantee we're only getting started. Here's the thing. This is not going to hurry because you want it to. This is going to do what it does every four-year cycle. Satoshi Nakamoto set it up this way so that it is, you know, the, 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 the cut in supply. You know, the whole thing is just, oh, I, I can't even, it's brilliant. It's just like mind-blowingly brilliant how it is set up. Yeah. So you're going to have to have the patience to hold, hold your Bitcoin and don't put your house on it or load your credit cards, hoping that next month it's going to make you a million. That is not what Bitcoin is about. Jean says, uh, lost a good friend of mine last year, 44. Terrible, terrible, Jean. Yeah, alcohol. Absolutely terrible. Um, yeah, I've got close family to me that got in a bad situation with alcoholism as well. And I mean, very close family to me. Thankfully, they got out of it and they're doing really, really well. But it's just absolutely awful. So the point I'm making here, people, is everything is bullish. I'm pretty excited by it all, as you can tell. Yes, my feet are on the ground, but I'm really excited by everything I'm seeing. Um, and finally, this one here. Canada's first public Bitcoin fund hits the 1 million mark, which is bullish again, isn't it? Canadian digital asset manager 3IQ has recorded a major milestone um, for its public BTC fund. The Bitcoin fund, Canada's first Bitcoin fund listed on a major stock exchange, has crossed the 100 million market cap threshold that 3IQ announced in an October 20. Uh, tweet. So just incredible. Just absolutely, absolutely incredible times we're in. You know, we've got to be bullish. We've got to be excited because we're all going to have to have our strong hands as we go through the down uh, cycles as well. Thank you, Rocky. Dollar cost averaging by the flipping dip. Um, what's MM? And then HODL, uh, MM. Is it because I'm on my show and there's lots going on and I can't think? What does MM mean? <laughs> 
Oh, Lord. People, it's great having you all in the chat. You know, I call you my Bitcoin friends. Pound the like button. Do me a favor. As the show rolls on, just type in where you are in the world. If you don't want to give your location away, what country are you in? It's nice to know where you're all tuning in from. Bitcoin Meister or Proud Zionist you, well, he's always on location. So he's somewhere different around the world. But Type in where you're from. It'd be really superb to see that. Um, I'm going to have a quick interlude. Just bear with me. I want to give a shout out to Dan, who's in the chat. He's the CEO of JustLearnBitcoin.com. You know, if you want anything to do with wallet setup and backup storage solutions, end of life planning, uh, crikey, mining, um, vanity wallets. If you send your coin accidentally to the wrong chain, there might be a way to get it back. Mare multiple. Thank you, Rocky. Just saw that. Mare multiple. Um, do, do check out JustLearnBitcoin.com. As you can see from the heading, they've got everything there, including learning to trade, which I don't recommend. Most traders will lose their money, but some people do want to learn how to trade. Um, They've got some great merchandise. I've got my BTC bracelet on my Bitcoin bracelet, as I always do. Uh, Dan, I'm having a problem with btcbracelets.com. It won't load. So it's just bringing up a load of text. So I can't show it. But over at btcbracelets.com, they do have some cracking bracelets. It's worth getting one. They've also got your typical merch store where you can get everything from hoodies to mugs to bath mats to absolutely everything. So do check out Just Learn Bitcoin.com. Do check out bigvisioncustoms.com. That's Zaza who's in the chat. Also, bitcointothemoon.com. They do merch. I also promote a UK company um, called Balcony Shirts. They're, they'll be in the show notes, which is where I get a lot of my um, merch from as well. So, you know, there's... <laughs> There's lots of innovation going on around Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, which uh, I find awfully, awfully, awfully exciting. Um, I want you all to go back to the homepage of JustLearnBitcoin.com and do give a few minutes to check out Phil Volman, who's in the chat with us right now, um, his cause. Um, Phil has become a, a friend of my wife and I. Um, there he is there. And Phil was building his Bitcoin I hate the word stash. I hate the word pot. I can't think of a word. Bitcoin pot. I don't know what else to call it. Pile, whatever, um, because of his age. And he was doing it for his family on his demise and also for a, a foundation. Phil's been a minister in the church. Um, his family have taken in disabled children, adopted them as their own. There's the family story. And ultimately, Phil was building his Bitcoin pile, as you can see here. And then we get to the top of the narrow ones. I know you can't see my cursor and you'll see a red transaction out 14.2 Bitcoin stolen when Phil was doing a firmware update on his Trezor. Now, if you go back to the front page and scroll down, there's a couple of videos there that we've done that show you how Phil lost his Bitcoin and it could happen to any one of us. So I'm like a British bulldog. I've got my teeth into this and I am not going to let go until we get this message out and maybe thousands of people donate a dollar, thousands of people donate $10, a whale donates a Bitcoin or something of that nature. So my goal is to get Phil one sum or all of his Bitcoin back if it's the last thing I do. So um, 
twice a week I promote this, but my subscriber base is small. So I'm relying on you guys to tweet this out, reach out to people that you might know, you know, the big hitters on Twitter, etc. And let's get more eyeballs on Phil's cause. On any of those pages, if you click the link, it will take you to TallyCoin, where you can make a tiny donation. You can see here... As little as 50 cents. If somebody can't spare a dollar or 50 cents, you know, buy some Bitcoin, transfer it to Phil, $1, $10, $100, whatever, and then go back in and top that up and send it to your Trezor so that you're not out of pocket with your Bitcoin. I understand why people don't want to get rid of their, their precious Bitcoin. I get that completely. So does it hurt to go to your favorite exchange Buy $100 or $10, $20, whatever, and then instead of sending it to your Trezor, get it straight over to Phil's course and then replace that yourself? No, of course it doesn't. I'll leave it up to you, but I'd love you all to uh, <clears throat> make a big effort so we can get Phil up to one Bitcoin. Okay, some tweets I found um, as we move the show towards its conclusion. Again, one from Timothy Pearson. I used him on the last show. Um, I'm not an advocate for Bitcoin. I'm an investor in Bitcoin. I'm an advocate for freedom. Learn what is so unique and special about Bitcoin that will free society all around the world. And you will understand this tweet. Omar from Crypto. Uh, Bitcoin exists to protect you from the banks. If you store your crypto in a bank, as is becoming a more ubiquitous option, you lose one of Bitcoin's most valuable qualities. You also undermine all of Bitcoin's efforts by having to trust that the Bitcoin is really at the bank. So therefore, you know, whilst we've got banks in America can now custody it, you don't want to be doing that. You want to be holding your Bitcoin on your own Trezor. Sorry, I only recommend Trezor because it's the only one I know anything about because it's the only one I use. And by the way, I absolutely love it. Um, so if you use something else, whatever the hardware wallet is of your choice, if you keep it on there, you own the keys, which means you own the Bitcoin. If you leave it in the bank, if you put it on PayPal going forward, they own your Bitcoin, not you. And then if they use fractional reserve lending on it, you know, all of a sudden, is your Bitcoin really in their reserves? Chances are not. So you've got to get down the rabbit hole to learn a little bit um, about this. Uh, uh, Armin Van Bitcoin says Michael Saylor's 425 million is now worth 465 million. That was yesterday on the video I watched, one of the videos today. I think it's where he's made about 90 million on it, I believe, since he put it on. So do you think those shareholders are happy seeing those figures as opposed to the, uh, in quotes, the melting ice cube that's become such a famous statement right now because of what he said on that interview? Most definitely. So, you know, you could also maybe look at a few hundred dollars you've got and then you look at it and it's made you 30, 40 dollars. You know, is that better than leaving it in a bank account where they'll give you half a percent if you're lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a risk factor there. But here's the thing. In life, the risk takers win. 
The people that live out on the edge are the people that ultimately get the big rewards. Yes, it's risky. Most of people are risk averse and they won't take any risks, but the risk takers win. So skin in the game, people. No financial advice, but make sure that you've got some Bitcoin. Swan Bitcoin. We are all here at the beginning of the Bitcoin renaissance, renaissance, and it's more incumbent upon us than ever to recruit people to the cause and get them building, get them working, get them buying and get them hodling. That's Corey Clipston, the CEO of Swan Bitcoin. Fantastic, fantastic tweet, that one. And finally, from Dennis Parker, uh, bow for King Bitcoin. Now, I know it's all changed, but just look at that. Ultimately, you need to understand something. Everything ultimately backs into Bitcoin. OK, so do you want to be holding these coins that ultimately are going to go nowhere? They're not going to give you the returns that Bitcoin can give you. Listen to what Michael Saylor said on those clips. Go and watch those full videos and you'll understand why he says Bitcoin's the outright winner already. He only looks at companies that have got over 100 billion worth before he'll look, you know, look at them and, and their streets head of anything. And he said they're eating up the competition. They're eating up the financial word, world like that Pac-Man. You know, remember the Pac-Man? They're just eating the world up. So get in now. Don't wait because this thing's going to go lift off. No financial advice. Keep your feet firmly on the ground. OK, you know me in quotes, people. I love them. The first step towards success is taken when you refuse to be a captive of the environment in which you find yourself. OK, what does that mean? You can be the eternal victim. You can keep saying, I can't afford to get any Bitcoin. I can't afford to get any Bitcoin. Anyone can. You just got to look at the wastage that we spend. And it's nice. It's enjoyable on a takeaway or that Costa, Costa coffee or Starbucks coffee or that new car or that big screen television or that new set of jeans or whatever it might be. And you could say, you know, all of that's great, but I can get 10 or 100 X's of that if I just have some delayed gratification. There you go, Bitcoin Meister. Delayed gratification, take personal responsibility and redirect the money that we waste into Bitcoin as often as we can and you move away from the victim mentality. And that is the first step to success in anything we do in life. So people, that is your UK Bitcoin Master live show for today. Yeah, I'm on fire. Yeah, I can't wait to see what the next one to two years is going to bring. Yeah, I'm excited right now. Yeah, I'm ready for when a dump comes and ultimately it will with Bitcoin's market cap, the size of it is. But you know what? I'm still pretty damned excited. I'm still stacking my Satoshis. My major Bitcoin pot is on my Trezor safe. You need to do the same. People, thanks for being on the show. Please tweet it out. Please reach out to anyone you know. Please tweet at Michael Saylor and Raul Pal. I've tweeted at them today several times. 
tweet. I want to get them on my show from a lower level for you know, normies to understand so that I can do a show and bring those guys down to the majority of regular folks level in Bitcoin, as opposed to the technicals that they all come out with. So I think there'd be a massive benefit to getting people like Michael Saylor and Raul Pal on the show. SciFlyer67, welcome. I didn't see you creep in there, but good to have you uh, with us. So people, help me to help the space. That's all I would say. So I'm just going to put up my social media links. Check me out at UK Bitcoiner on YouTube and subscribe. That's my backup channel in case YouTube take this one down again. Check me out on BitChute, on DTube. I'm on Facebook, although I just put the link there twice a week. Um, not a big Facebook fan, but it's where people can find me. I'm also on library.tv, lbry.tv. I'm on Parler. I tweet. It's not called a tweet. It's called a parley. On Parler, I tweet Bitcoin Meister. He tweets me or we parley them. This is what we do. We just spread our wings, people, and we get more people eyeballs on what's going on with Bitcoin. That's going to come up now. If you're listening to this on the podcast, um, support me there. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, click on the squares when they come up. But that will take 24 hours from the live show before I can um, put the squares up that links to my, my other sites. Um, I'll be back on Monday with my regular show. I'm not going to keep watching the charts, but when it's exciting, you tend to nip in and have another quick look, don't you? Thanks to every one of you for your support. Tweet it out, people. Thanks a lot. I'll be back on Monday. Have a great Bitcoin morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. I'll catch you all on Monday. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, signing off. See you Monday.